0: Hello Americans, hello, and a sad evening. My name is Josh, and I am regrettably joined, as always, by Aaron and Bob. For the folks who are going to be fine, the method of the madness, reason, and the unreasonable make sense out of nonsense, because this is Okay, Hear Me Out. Aaron and Bob, how are you holding up this evening?
1: Ah. Uh. Barely keeping it together, guys. It's a struggle. What about you, Aaron? Well, guys,
2: I'm sure you heard the sad news, but Henry Kissinger has passed away at the the young age of 100, which for uh, (laughs) warmongering vampires is like 17.
0: Taken from us so soon. I, I saw in the news just last week that they democratically elected a leader in Argentina. Like, oh, wait, sorry, was that Brazil? Or Argentina? I can't fucking...
2: Argentina. You, you know the guy. Uh, they
0: democratically elected a leader. We can't have that. Henry Kissinger, we need you to come back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. He would have put a stop to that. He would have taken his uh, go-to-war free card and said, hey, we have to stop communism or something, and then would go to war with whoever he wanted to and establish <laughs> imperial foreign policy that would totally work out great for us in the long run dude he's so
0: efficient we would have had a military coup there uh, before we land on the moon again which I know hard to believe that's like almost (laughs) practically next week they were scheduled to land on the moon again but this man this man this hero this legend
1: he will be missed
2: if you guys want to call in and say your
1: favorite thing about Henry Kissinger where would you call (laughs) uh 666 911 again that is one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one
2: now guys uh since we're doing a little homage to Henry Kissinger, like all great Americans, Kissinger was uh <laughs> born in Germany
0: uh, as a Jew. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All of our
1: greatest Americans, born Jewish. (laughs) I do hear he had some redeeming qualities, though. Well,
2: I think his most redeeming quality is that uh, he was almost in the Holocaust, which, uh, of course, forgives him for killing millions and millions of people. (laughs) Because if he doesn't, they're going to get him first. I mean why why would they stop at 109 countries you know who could be next you have to kill you have to wipe those countries off the map so it can stay at least at 109
1: yeah <laughs> yikes so w- what were some of henry kissinger's big achievements then oh you know well he was the
2: uh he, he was uh worked for for uh Nixon Nixon. and uh, helped Mm -hmm. start uh, Vietnam and um, and and he helped end it he got he got a Nobel Peace Prize for that actually he he didn't help start Vietnam he helped extend it to 1975
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wait he won his Nobel Peace Prize for ending it in 1973 I'm confused Aaron how this doesn't add up so he
2: it's it's like uh, are you saying
0: the wars didn't end when Obama won his Nobel Peace Prize too because that wouldn't make sense either
2: well let's get into this for a second so in uh, (laughs) in 1968 in the middle of the Vietnam War he decided that the best way to stop the uh, North Vietnamese was to cut off supply lines that he believed were coming in by uh, secretly and illegally bombing all of Cambodia Um. Killing like a hundred and fifty thousand civilians. Wow. Yeah, Dude, just yeah, think
0: yeah. of how much sooner we would have ended the war on terror if we had bombed Pakistan when uh, Osama bin Laden was definitely being supported and hiding there. Like <laughs> the, I, these tactics should have extended into the twenty first century.
2: Think how many. 9-11s we stopped from all the terrorists he killed preemptively in Cambodia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think our, our current day foreign politics kind of starts is starting to make a little bit more sense uh, after hearing that. Um Well, basically, he was
2: um, he was part of that whole uh capitalism versus communism thing, you know, between Russia and the United States. And when you're trying to defeat your uh political enemy in Russia, what you do is you go to war with Uh, every single jungle people that you want to at any time because they might turn into the next Russia, but you never actually fight Russia. You and Russia pretend to fight for 40 years and you become number one and two in the superpowers uh, of the world. And uh, that's how you know that they weren't colluding and it wasn't a big gay play done by like horrifyingly evil governments is that, one, there was definitely a winner and a loser, and they didn't become the number one and two powers in the world You follow yeah, me but
0: <laughs> Aaron, you, you clearly are diminishing the threat of nuclear war like think of the a uh, hundred times hundred x uh, casualties that would have happened um, you know as compared with all of these little proxy wars uh if We had directly fought Russia. He he was saving lives, uh, Mister Kissinger.
1: Or, you could just let people govern themselves as sovereign states, and not our problem if other people become communist or not. Like Jesus Christ. What if
0: they have oil (laughs) or trade routes? Never mind. (laughs) Or poppy.
1: Yeah, scratch that. He um
2: he of course as all uh american jews of modest means do he is uh, he advised uh the governor nelson rockefeller um you know oh just uh from a small like, family you know,
0: mid- midway in his career kind of when he was 40s hit uh you know peak earnings that that was that was uh henry kissinger's stage in life or well, yeah it was like how, thirty how did five did it was
2: like 35
0: Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you could say that was like his first job or something.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fresh out of Princeton, Henry Kissinger goes. Ah.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. One oh, No, at, excuse me. Oh,
0: you're I, right. Actually, yeah.
2: I will give him credit here. He actually does seem to have been not born to like just an aristocrat family. Um, but he was like a really good soccer player. Weirdly, like he played for. Like the youth Club for the best soccer team in Germany,
0: and then like some East German beat him, and that's why he hates communism like he 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 <laughs> lost the the title game, and now he just wants to bomb everyone i I get it now,
2: yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those uh things where he's actually he actually grew up kind of poor, like it seems like he actually had like real jobs for a little bit when he was like in his twenties before going to Lafayette and then. Getting in touch with like a million powerful people somehow, but um, about the ca- Cambodia, his role in, ca- in bombing the fuck out of Cambodia. I want to give a eulogy that uh, somebody dug up. It's an old Anthony Bourdain co- uh, tweet. Oh, once, yep, you, okay. once you've been to Cambodia, you'll never stop wanting to beat Henry Kissinger to death with your bare hands. You will never again be able to open a newspaper and read about that treacherous, prevaricating, murderous scumbag sitting down for a nice chat with Charlie Rose or attending some black tie affair for a new glossy magazine without choking. Witness what Henry did in Cambodia, the fruits of his genius for statesmanship and you will never understand why he's not sitting in the dock at the Hague next to Milosevic. (laughs)
1: Bourdain was always uh, very eloquent in in those regards.
2: (laughs) Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Um, But at least Vietnam's doing better, right? (laughs) Vietnam's doing fucking great. We killed it there. Um, He also... uh, There was a Papua, I think it was. They were part of Indonesia. And they were trying to regain their independence. And he helped oversee that vote. But instead of having a vote, they they decided to uh, pick hand pick eleven hundred representatives to vote whether or not they'd leave Indonesia, and they unanimously decided to stay. <laughs> it's fun fun elections what? like that.
1: Uh, what kind of weird election is that? Uh, uh, one is of this,
2: my it's it's you know
0: representative government. Like it's it's like if they, they just made a congress, they made a parliament to. Uh, make their vote for them and it was just much more efficient and uh, secure voting process like you know if we had any secession sort of votes going on in the US I would expect them to do the same here
2: Uh, one of my favorite Henry Kissinger quotes if you want to really sum up the man's philosophy was uh, the illegal we do immediately the unconstitutional takes a little bit of time (laughs) very pragmatic that Henry
1: (laughs) He really had things figured out, dialed in. Oh yeah, he <laughs> this is, is. Why we don't have a Fourth Amendment anymore? <laughs> oh, he was the worst of all time. That's incredible. Now, didn't you say he went to he went to college with someone? Who did he go to college with? Oh, he uh, he didn't go to he
2: he uh, when. Charles Schwab went to Harvard. Klaus. Uh, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> or, yeah, Klaus Schwab. Sorry, Klaus Schwab went to Harvard. He uh, attributed Kissinger as being his mentor there. Uh, oh. You know, we know you know how much. We love Klaus Schwab.
0: Dude, thank God for those alumni societies. Th- th- think, yeah. think of what would happen if those two never had the opportunity to meet? We might not have the economic World Economic Forum today. We might not be uh, you know, caring about governance in corporations, uh, social governance corporations. Like we might not be eating bugs. Like uh, the world would be a worse place today if Klaus Schwab never met Henry Kissinger. (laughs)
2: Um, yeah. Kissinger would always go to Davos every year. Um, and you know, give speeches at Schwab's fucking creepy summits before like, you know, doing some ritual to say, like some, uh, satanic ritual with goat heads uh, to, to open a tunnel or like right mock right. sacrifices when you are about to start your fucking cern device you know like that's normal shit normal science shit you know, I always have a mock yeah, human like, sacrifice you know, before science
0: <laughs> economics like they're they're probably yeah. just having a nice conversation it's the exact same as having a nice conversation over coffee about interest rates
1: <laughs> it's kind of like breaking a bottle on a new like ship or something. You know, you just yeah, gotta you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. slit a yeah. child's throat with a particle <laughs> accelerator. <But laughs> to make yeah, it <laughs> it,
2: you can't tunnel under a mountain without a naked man in a goat head fucking dancing <laughs> around and fucking demons flying and weird fucking new age dance parties. <laughs> hey, whatever beautiful. he did, it
0: worked. The man lived to a hundred. It has a beautiful legacy behind him. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, he I won think, uh, the
1: Nobel is- Peace Prize for ending the Vietnam War.
2: When did he win that, by the way? 73. Because he also got uh, an award from Obama. Obama went down to Argentina, apologized for our role in the dirty war, where we basically uh, got the government to just murder everybody that was uh, angry at the government at that time in oh. in exchange for the government's, like, uh, you know, subservience, I'm sure. And um, Obama went down there and, and apologized on behalf of our role in that. And then literally two months later gave Kissinger some, like, like the highest award we give to, like, a statesman <laughs> ever for public service. For Can his, what the,
1: the his role call. in that? Yeah oh my
2: god not even for his role in that just for like his career but he he literally went down apologized for the thing that Kissinger was in charge of (laughs) and then two months later was like here's our highest award
0: I'm I'm going through his awards and I I, know this might might be a little little bit obvious but he also was the first honorary member of the Harlem Globetrotters so
2: (laughs) wait are you fucking serious (laughs)
0: Yes, it's it's cited twice <laughs> in Wikipedia, so I figure it's true.
2: <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: I would love to see hundred-year-old Henry Kissinger fucking out in the court, <laughs> <laughs> holding a basketball on his finger, spinning. I
0: I kind of appreciate that uh, for the the in memoriam for all the news coverage for Henry Kissinger that. All the major news outlets are sticking with pictures of old Kissinger, like the last 30 years, where he is this this uh, shriveled up uh, little pudge of a man sitting in a chair. You couldn't imagine him standing up like that, that sort of thing. Like he's he's I'm glad they're not flattering him with his uh, I mean, his young life, his early life photos, as it were.
1: I've seen pictures of him in his physical prime, and it's not—it's not great either. I mean, no, it's—it's not, it's, it's not great. But like, I'm
0: glad that his the you know the memories we have of him now are as a shriveled, shriveled up old a man,
1: broken up, broken old man. Yeah, just a fucking fat ass too. Disgusting.
0: I started to. You, oh, that was it. His. Shameful. You know how George Soros has like that, uh, just the, the raspy, um, iron lung voice. Henry Kissinger yeah. was is even worse. I think it was like a, was like a cop twenty seven clip or something from last year. But there, there's something he, some event he spoke at, um, and it, I did, wish I would have queued up the clip. But it, 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 it makes Emperor Palpatine sound like young and vibrant like a young spring chicken young and vibrant he he is just this uh, yeah disgusting raspy 200 year old voice um, i mean let, let's be real how he's aged
1: i mean he was so old he grew up when like you could smoke on like airplanes when they were called aeroplanes i assume as well like <laughs> i'm sure he was drinking and smoking for like 30 years straight The he, you know, what he was like a professional, like a sound,
2: he could have been a professional soccer player, but we're also talking, and this is during the times where like you were a soccer player plus like construction worker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: this is like 1940, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, exactly.
2: Um, yeah, he he helped uh, that Indonesian government that he overthrew, they also he uh okayed them to invade, uh. The East Timorese people on uh that's like an island outside why, of Indonesia, why were and they, they killed a hundred them because uh, they wanted to that to be their island.
1: <laughs>
0: okay,
2: and then so they killed like between a hundred and two hundred thousand people.
1: What?
0: Just a quick little genocide. Yeah, yep. this, this, I, I get, I get it. Yeah, I'd, I'd green light that too.
2: Um, he, oh, the Argentinian dictator would, that he helped, uh, <laughs> that he helped, uh, keep in power. He went to the world cup in Argentina in 1978. And, uh, that guy credited him for basic the, the Vidella or whatever, the Argentinian dictator. He credited, um, Kissinger with his success in, de- in defeating all of his enemies, which they, uh, Unalived like thirty thousand people to suppress the coup that
1: was going on. Holy shit!
0: Credit where credits due. I guess I kind of and in that in that vein too. Uh, Henry Kissinger in two thousand two um, was named an honorary member of the International Olympic Committee. So you know he gets to to live How? out his lifelong okay. soccer dreams.
1: <laughs> How does he just get so much recognition from like every aspect of the Western world? This is insane. What like? The globetrotters, the the fucking uh, like Nobel Peace Prize, some oh Jesus Christ, so
0: there, yeah. There, there's the Ugh. there's the fun thing with history where a lot of shit doesn't come out until like thirty years later. Or like you got yeah, you got their documents being de- declassified, or people just seeing things in perspective with good historical perspective, or it's more news coming out, or um whatever whatever happens. Um, so like so something like Fauci and AIDS, like it's only really in the last 10 years that people care about that because mm-hmm. you know now is when we have a lot more perspective on the whole hiv/aiDS situation um and uh but then Henry Kissinger he has he had an 80year career of of all of that like yeah we've had decades and decades we've had like 40 years of having perspective on the heinous shit he would get up to and still haven't corrected our image of him at least so far I'll say the mainstream media ha- has not done that. So like it, it's such a silly situation that they were uh, th- that he's the the right type of establishment to uh, just keep being friends with, I guess.
2: Yeah well, he kind of paved the way for basically uh, our style of imperialism, which is to have an, a military present and ev- presence in uh, every corner of the earth. And, uh, you know, we, we make a lot, of, all the people that are in powerful positions make a lot of money on our military con- contracts and, uh, and being able to just throw, overthrow any government we want for the most part. Right.
1: We don't
0: do that anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're not going to throw him under the bus cause they're all like benefiting from what he did. So to them, he's like their hero. Yeah, like if, yeah you're, if you're an say. American politician, Henry Kissinger is like, he's like fucking Elvis. You know what I mean? Like he's the coolest he's thing been, that
1: yeah, ever happened. He's basically the inventor of rock music in their like profession. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. so it's everyone. Do everyone who loves their free speech and criticizing the government and saying the N word and they love George Washington and Thomas Jefferson writing the Bill of Rights and, and supporting that, like and creating the foundation and the environment for them to to th- live and thrive in. That, that, that's my comparison here. For
2: uh, he, He's the, the Thomas Jefferson of the modern era. Yeah, if you're in a position to turn blood into money, he's the
1: man. A modern alchemist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, he finally <laughs> turned blood into gold.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: he, his philosopher's stone must be broken, though. He only lived to 100. What yeah. a shame. Maybe they need more blood.
1: Someone must have cut off the stem cell supply to him. Like a couple of years ago. <laughs> it was Trump. He cut him off.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well any, any final thoughts or any final takeaways we should take from the life and legacy of uh, Mr. Henry Kissinger?
2: No, I just, you know, just wanted to pay tribute to an American hero. <laughs> so I'm glad we got the, the chance to do that for such a patriot and a statesman.
1: And we saw all the mainstream news media outlets running all these like long drawn out, you know, honorary like videos and and segments on them too. We thought we'd well, do our own. Bob, he, was the man, the
2: the, he was almost in the Holocaust. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> gotta cut the guy some slack. You can kill a couple million people if you are almost in the Holocaust. It's like it's like if you almost thought about buying a plane ticket and a nine eleven. Then you exactly. know you can. Obviously, you are going to have PTSD and you're like, a hero. beat your wife,
1: <laughs> and that's totally fine. I mean, you got some things to work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you were almost in 9/11. What are you? What else are you going to do? You're obviously going to be a little nuts.
0: I can't believe your wife doesn't understand that.
2: <laughs> that's bitch. like literally a defense <laughs> I've seen about him. Is like, well, he was almost in the Holocaust, so you know, he said that didn't affect him, but it clearly it did. <laughs> What the
1: fuck? But what does that have to do with American foreign policy? Like-
2: everything. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> the Holocaust
2: happened so 85 years later when there's not a single person alive with a memory of that event, it's still their like the number one identifier for an entire group of people that just happened to also run everything. Fucking nuts. Cla-
0: classic. Classic tit-for-tat, almost genocide versus proxy genocide. It's, it's slowly balancing the scale.
1: Beautiful. Thanos over here. Thanos, Josh over here. All right, that's yeah. enough
2: on Henry Kissinger. I don't want to tear up in the middle of the episode. So. <laughs> it's
1: okay. Aaron, calm down. Take some deep breaths. What else, What else we got on the docket?
0: Uh, so, so something something fascinating came across my desk this week. I know we've <laughs> talked a lot about uh, some of the some of the scams of um, you know, modern American diets and health and fitness, and like uh, corporations lobbying to create a food pyramid that makes you fat and things like that. And I, I came across um, a, a possible huge revelation. In the area of health and nutrition uh, let's, let's intro it with this uh, this clip here
3: no one thought it could happen in North America a parasite that uses your body as its personal feeding ground taking over first your stomach then your entire GI tract forcing you to crave the foods at once while slowly destroying your body from the inside out governments are finally admitting that this is real Measures have been proposed in New York and the country of Mexico to try and stop it. But by the time you watch this, it may already be too late. My name is Craig Capetta. I'm the director of science and nutrition at Whole Body Research International and have spent the last 24 months working with my team of doctors and scientists to figure out a way to stop this parasite that is already estimated to be infecting 250 million Americans. Perhaps the scariest thing is that its symptoms come on slowly. You may never even realize your fatigue, weight gain, or lack of sleep is the result of this bad bug until it finally takes over and forces you to seek medical attention. In the next few minutes, I'm going to show you a simple test you can do to find out whether or not you've been infected. Oh, shit. Here we oh go. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> no, wait. I need to know the test. What's the test?
0: Oh, I was... Oh, God damn it. I was, I was uh, panicking, scrubbing through the video earlier and I, I didn't... Um,
2: Oh, does he drag it out? He's not gonna just tell us the test right now.
0: No, obviously not. Oh god. He gives us like a, a, a the last 75 year
2: history of uh, American food marketing. Like <laughs> 65% of Americans are infected with this. We need to know the test. It's like it's like the thing where you like you have to do the blood test. There's three of us, two and three have the parasite. We have to find out who the clean boy is and who the dirty parasite people
1: are. Well, okay. Josh is de- is definitely one of the parasite. He got
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, no.
0: I have, cat, my, sure. I have a different parasite. I have a different
2: parasite. Excuse you very much. Now, see, here's the thing, Bob. Is the, is my parasite making it so my metabolism shit, and I'm like. Slightly flubby and shit, or is your parasite eating all your nutrition? And that's why you can't gain weight. Yeah, which that, that's which call. one's happening yeah. here? I, one really of us has a parasite. We got to figure out which one it is. <laughs> Josh clearly cat parasite infecting his brain. He's
1: he's a he's a dumber. he's hundred percent parasite. <laughs> <He is. laughs> There's no hope for Josh. It's between you and me, Roy. <laughs> the last two people in Antarctica in the movie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah, yeah. We're, we're both pointing a flamethrower at each other <laughs> in their
2: petri dish of blood. <laughs> um,
0: I, I will say, a regular blood p- panel, there are several mar- several markers that will um, say whether or not you have this parasite. But I, I think it's it's uh, a little bit more telling just to go into what some of the symptoms are because you, you'll know pretty immediately whether or not you uh, have been subject.
2: To this dangerous parasite wait 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 before you play that y- yes i'm enjoying this presentation very much by the <laughs> way but yeah same so wait are you saying that this is a real parasite and not just like a dr oz medicine <laughs> where he's trying to scare us with this fucking dumb voice there's no- nobody <laughs> nobody tries to present something to you that's fucking supposed to be <laughs> taken seriously in that fucking speak text robot voice
1: exactly oh, wait,
2: maybe like, josh does this is why josh took it seriously he's like finally somebody's
1: <laughs> presenting science appropriately
2: in a in a robot voice unemotional Dude, this
0: this you'll you'll understand as we come through this kind of the the veracity and the background of uh of this parasite um if you don't already trust the credentials of total body health and whatever wherever this guy works but uh. one,
2: one more one more quick point i like how he yeah, started yes. off where he's like no one would have expected that a parasite <laughs> could do this and it's like all we've been talking about for like in six months is how we think parasites are every like parasites cause everything <laughs> and like no one could have called them like i believe it already Your voice is making me not believe it. It's the only thing that's making me not believe this.
0: It's just like when you did the Watch the Water documentary where although the guy had a silly voice, we were super bought into the whole Venom is killing us thing, right? Right.
2: Oh, God. (laughs) The the coronavirus is Venom. That, man, (laughs) I've never fucking called somebody out for their nonsense <laughs> when he's trying to say fucking cobra venoms in the water that was the fucking most insane thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> all right time for so, the
3: clip. all right keep going keep going. yeah feel it's important i tell you about one more thing it's important we talk about the costs of not taking care of your gut because this is not a problem that fixes itself if you are currently suffering from fatigue irritable bowel syndrome skin rashes reduced sex drive, low energy, obesity, or lack of sleep, then chances are you are one of the 80% of Americans who has some form of candida overgrowth. No, wait, Unless you are willing to make an immediate, (laughs) drastic change to your diet, symptoms will only worsen for you as the bad bacteria continues to grow.
2: Okay, he's right about that, except he's trying to sell me something. I don't know what yet, but... What are you talking about? This sounds like a regular person talking, not an (laughs) infomercial. Right. This is the thing that he, every single symptom he described is a symptom you get from eating at McDonald's like one day. <laughs> Irritable yeah. bowel syndrome, fucking bad time. sleep headaches, low sex. <laughs> like, yeah, you shit your pants and you can, your dick stopped working. Like, yeah, no, it sounds like you <laughs> ate a double cheeseburger. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: I mean McDonald's, yeah, they're a top culprit for serving up uh, serving up parasites. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm on board.
2: Yeah, like that, but uh, I see. I don't see this as being parasite symptom, and just a we eat a plastic and pink slime and synthetic meat symptom.
0: Yeah. What do you mean? The combination of those those uh, ten symptoms is something extremely unique to parasites. You've definitely not just experienced those based in another uh, situation in your life in general, <laughs> and it has to be parasites because literally everyone has the parasites. So that's more likely than you having eaten a bad meal. Like, Wait, ho- hold on. on,
1: is it a gut bacteria or is it an actual parasite?
2: I think our good gut bacteria kills the I parasites. Think the, I think
0: the next clip actually explains it, but. Uh, it actually. Wait a second. I realized there might be an inconsistency because he calls it a fungus at some point, but it's a bacteria.
2: <laughs> See, wait, he called it a fungus parasite and a bacteria all at the same time. <laughs> all right, what are the, what are this guy's credentials <laughs> this is again? So goddamn dumb already.
3: Like, play, play, the, play the
0: Candida clip at fifteen fifty, Bob. We have to get to the bottom of
3: this. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Doctors are now saying it could be the widest spread health hazard to hit North America since cigarettes, polio, HIV, or hepatitis.
1: Definitely all In our place. lifetimes,
3: this one <laughs> thing will affect more Americans than all four of these combined. In 2005, molecular biologists at Rice University estimated it was already affecting 70% of the American population. What is it? It's the consequence of the unnatural elements we've been exposed to and the deep dark secret the food conglomerates are right now as we speak spending millions of dollars to try and sweep under the rug <gasps> they have some help from the killer itself because this disease takes over your body from the inside most never even know it is there until it's too late its name is candida otherwise known as the american parasite candida oh my is God, a type are
2: you
0: of so yet the american parasite of the yeast
3: family <laughs> where did
1: a fungus it's also ye- yeast
2: yes
0: fungus but it's ye- isn't yeast bacteria or is it oh sorry it's yeast fungus or bacteria it's
1: not a fungus let me go to wikipedia ye- yeah see what yeast. the fuck a yeast is it's not a fungus also I can what
2: guarantee- language what's the what's the root of candida meaning the american parasite what the fuck is he talking Mexico.
0: About? that's what it i don't fucking know um uh so it says yeast is fungus on Wikipedia,
2: you know really? what? This is probably why they're feeding us all plastic is that the parasites can't live on plastic alone, so they're really trying to save us. That's what it yeah you they don't totally need to right. do this in Europe, you know, where they make that shit illegal to throw in your food. The parasites hate seed oils and plastic, so if we eat just that, we'll be saved
1: look. Unless you're drinking tap water all day, which activates the plastics in your bloodstream, it won't kill the candida. No, so you the, ha- fluor- the fluoride kills
2: the candida. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the fluoride activates the plastics in you to kill the candida. So oh, you need the okay. combination it's... of the two. <laughs> Just yeah, at I, the
0: low, low cost of negative 10 IQ points in cancer.
1: Yeah. I'm not a <laughs> scientist, God for
0: Bob, health. so I
2: couldn't, I you know... <laughs> Forgive me for not piecing that together. I didn't right, know that right. that <laughs> chemical reaction happened. But yeah,
0: so I I figured I should give a l- little bit of additional background on this. Um, so yeah, Candida it is a fungus. Um, it is part of your gut microbiome, but like other parasites, it loves sugar, and like other yeasts, it loves sugar. Uh, so when you eat processed foods and sugar, it specifically will grow. Um, at a disproportionate ra- rate, uh, imbalance your gut microbiome and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of the, the premise of what's going on here. You seem confused, so, Aaron.
2: Bob, when, when uh, you mix the plastic and the fluoride and it creates the super soldiers in your gut biome to fight yeah. the parasite,
1: uh-huh.
2: is a vaccine like a machine gun for that, that <laughs> guy? <laughs> Oh, more the like more vaccines. Like the more munitions they get, more
1: like a tactical nuke that it's given. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, this, is this the, one of the later seasons of the anime sales at work? Because it sounds a lot like
1: that. <laughs> God, I wish.
0: So educational. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that, that's some of the background. Uh. The. Kind of building into that, uh, he goes through kind of a big history of the sugar lobby and uh, a big marketing campaign in like the '60s, where it went from, uh, or from kind of before that, where it's so oh, fat foods, uh, all fat is all fat is bad for you. We need low fat alternatives, so um, let's do these things like low fat seed oils and low fat or whatever. So then they replace everything with sugar to make it taste good and be addictive, Dude. and Yes.
2: here's just an anecdote with that right along those lines um like my dad's guy has like a blood cancer and uh that he's been getting treated for it. and the fucking doctors for diet they're still recommending like margarine
1: oh what the
2: what fuck? what oh dude what yeah, yeah, they're still going by like the food pyramid from like the seventies. Like margarine, like over like butter and olive oil—is that the idea? Yeah, yeah. You got to avoid those fats, you know. Those are bad. You got to have, you know, mostly bread and margarine, um, and then you'll be healthy. <laughs>
0: it's fucking. Uh, nuts. But play the, play the clip, the Sugar Lobby clip at seven forty six. Think of
3: yeah. it. Yeah. Here, in nineteen fifty seven, noted Professor E. V. McCollum, who was often referred to as America's top nutritionist of the day, published a book called "A History of Nutrition." In it. He argued that despite there being dozens of experiments done since the 1800s, proving sugar was bad for human consumption, those experiments were all flawed due to human error. This book was published and marketed with the same ferocity you see with bestsellers today. But where did it come from? No scientist has his own money to publish a book on such a grand scale. And let's face it, a history of nutrition? It's not a title that will make a book fly off the shelves. A look inside the book revealed it was published and marketed by a company called The Nutrition Foundation, Incorporated. Who was The Nutrition Foundation? I'm glad you asked. It happened to be a front organization for the leading sugar conglomerates of the time, including the American Sugar Refining Company, Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, Curtis Candy Company, General Foods, General Mills, Nestle, Pet Milk Company, and Sunshine Biscuits, about 45 companies in all. And did the Americans buy it? Oh, boy, did they ever. Sales of processed foods skyrocketed. All they had to do was put low fat on the label, then dump in a bunch of refined sugar, and it would sell like crazy. A 2012 study by Dr. Robert Lustig of the University of California, San Francisco, revealed that sugar is just as addictive to the human brain as cocaine, setting (gasps) off the same dopamine triggers and forcing us to crave more and more of it. So it was.
1: Wow. Yeah, it is.
2: It's so fucking addictive.
0: And that sugar is growing the parasite in our gut that's uh, causing us to feel uh, a little bit drowsy and have low
2: sex drive. I, it, this is the part that's weird. <laughs> is <laughs> yes, he trying to looks, claim looks if weird. you got rid of the parasite then the sugar wouldn't fuck you up that bad? Because it seems like everything he's
1: describing
2: can just be attributed to the sugar without the parasite being the thing that's fe- feasting on it.
1: Yeah, like let's go back to the list of symptoms that there were: um, obesity, uh, sleep yeah. loss, <laughs> irritable bowel <laughs> syndrome, <laughs> fatigue, irritable bowel, yeah, huh? fatigue, um, yeah, <laughs> all of these things.
2: Uh, yeah, all those yeah. things are just I'm eating sugar. And like- on
0: its face, that may seem like the logical answer to the, this whole <laughs> conundrum here, but we can fi- we can prove that that's not true because there are different. There's there's a different solution that definitely solves the problem. That's not just cutting out sugar. Let's go to 2230, the one
3: probiotics. probiotics. Oh, two ways to do this. The first is going on a real, all natural diet. That means completely eliminating all processed foods, refined sugars and carbs, artificial sweeteners, and also white breads. Then supplement your body with foods that are high in a special kind of good bacteria called probiotics. Probiotics are clusters of good bacteria that, like a powerful army, go into your stomach and form colonies that far outnumber the candida. They were first brought to attention in 2008 by Nobel Prize-winning physiologist Eli Metchnikoff, Noting that Bulgarians at the time lived longer than anywhere else on Earth, he set to find out why and deduced that it was because of their yogurt-heavy diet. He even named the first probiotic strand he discovered, Lactobacillus bulgaricus, as a tribute to them. Foods oh, that are so high I'm, on probiotics. I'm sure it's
0: not. I'm sure it's not at all uh, strange or suspicious that this was discovered in 2008 when Metchnikov's research on this was in 1908. You know, like not, not weird that it took 100 years to, to um, you know, go, go back in time and cherry pick a, a study that supports your little probiotic ad campaign, right?
2: Well, yes. But, like, I, he's definitely trying to sell us some kind of probiotic shit. Like, that's the annoying part. Yeah, but, Like, everything By the way, where, he's saying where, where is kind of true.
1: Where do we buy his probiotics, Josh? Did you have a link for us? <laughs>
0: I was really pissed off that he didn't have a specific brand he was marketing in this. Because, like, I'm sure if we go to his, like, Whole Body Health Institute or whatever the hell it's called. I'm, I'm sure they have something. They have some affiliate links or whatever. But um, he doesn't actually mention a specific brand.
2: I like how he did Bob. We were mocking him by saying it's like an uh, it's like little soldiers in your gut, and the vaccine like <laughs> machine guns. It. And then he literally was like, "It's like an army in your stomach." That yeah. so, I'm so, like, "No way!"
0: For anyone who hasn't clicked on the link in the show notes, uh, the Vimeo link. Um, this this whole video is uh, a bunch of whiteboard drawings, kind of a la with, with the ASAP five minute whatever that one science YouTube channel is. But um, the so like he he's drawing out everything he's describing and like writing in uh like bright red letters like oh this this terrible uh ba- this this terrible parasite that's affecting eighty percent of the American population what is it and just giant red letter like all all those sorts of things um and yeah like Aaron said he also drew out. Uh, about 50 little uh, bean-shaped probiotic gut bacteria that are fighting and fending off the little worms.
1: With M16s, too, and, like, army helmets. And they're all, like, smirking, like, grin, like... Like, glaring at the uh, Candida. Oh, God. I was gonna say, props to the guy that's, like... They put the drawings on, like, fast-forward, obviously, to get all of them out of the way quicker. But it's, like, yeah, props to the guy fucking drawing all this shit, too, because... This whole thing is just drawn on a whiteboard, this whole video. so
2: They just look like penises with machine guns.
1: <laughs>
0: God, now I can't unsee
2: it. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> how did you not see it in the first place? Because <laughs> I listened
0: to the video. I like, barely took a
2: glance at this. What, whatever. Um. <laughs> uh, God damn it. So, point <laughs> is, don't eat sugar. Stop eating sugar, you fucks. No, no,
0: that's, 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 um, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't fully solve the point. we we'll, um, I think the next clip gets at it.
3: All right. Which clip is that?
0: The, uh, there's gotta be an easier way.
3: Luckily, there is now a better way. Scientists have recently figured out. Sorry. What the, oh God, my bad. How to load your gut with probiotics without having to change your diet at all. They've been able to put these living bacteria into pill form so you can take them with your meals no matter what those meals may be they offset the bad foods you eat populate your gut with good bacteria and instinctively balance you to the right ratio once this happens all sorts of exciting changes can happen in your body you have more energy feel more alert and more active you can focus better on work you feel smarter more productive more creative many no longer have the need for coffee or caffeine as your body is now able to get more energy from food and tap into it easily dr alan walker professor of nutrition and
0: magic pill that's all it takes no changes to your diet one magic pill
2: that's why he needed the parasite that's why he needed it because he was
1: selling us this. don't change your whole diet goy just take this pill (laughs) like why can't no just actually change your diet don't eat trash what are you talking about uh, it's Rocky like, by Pharmaceuticals. Oh. would you rather grow vegetables in your backyard or go to India and eat street food that is, you know, prepared in an Indian guy's armpit? You know, pick your option. <laughs> That's why I needed the parasite. That's
2: how you knew it was a fucking scam. He described what sugar does to you, but then claimed it's because it's feeding this parasite and then it's like, but. You can keep eating ice cream, you fat fuck, and you will get skinny as hell as long as you eat this this uh, pill, and you'll live as long as a Bulgarian in 1910. <laughs> Aaron, oh, boy. Aaron, are
0: you a parasite hoaxer? Do you not believe in parasites anymore?
2: Dude, you we know yeah, what it no, is? They it. found out like all the parasite fucking <laughs> like conspiracy shit that got popular from all the health people. Because they started talking about par- parasites got real fucking popular and they're like, oh, we need to tap into this. Yeah, let's say it's a parasite that's making them fat and this pill will kill the parasite and they don't have to change anything. It's like this is for fat women that get tricked by like QVC commercials. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's all. I mean, that's, a,
0: that's effectively that's effectively where I heard about it. I was listening to a podcast and this guy was talking about his sister getting super into leaky gut uh, and like like p- paying hundreds of dollars a month for all these treatments for leaky gut and he, that he brought up kind of tangentially um, the, the gut parasite or the, the candida American parasite thing. So, yeah, it, it is specifically uh, marketed towards that crowd.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and just,
0: speaking of that, how, how much money do you think this uh, this makes a year, this whole probiotic market?
1: Oh, it has to be two to five billion dollars a year. Dude, I, I don't know a specific number, huge. but
2: I've been hearing about probiotics since like 2008 yeah because I remember we had to do like a oral presentation. it was my my second stint in college that i that I dropped out of, and i and one of the girls in there was talking about probiotics and how good they are and it, it, she might as well have been doing an ad for like essential fish oils it like had that vibe mm-hmm. and ever since then, I've just always seen probiotic shit it's the only reason i can date it in my mind of wh- how long i've been hearing about probiotics for I,
0: I think it's about exactly when it became a thing or when it became marketed in this in this sort of way um bob you're you're a little bit off uh so in 2020 it was uh, a 53.72 billion dollar market what uh, so oh. a, I guess global global probiotics market wow um, well, I, I did I did say globenewswire.com
1: I did say global though too so off by a factor of ten I'm like all right and it's, it's
0: only growing <laughs> they're they're estimating um kind of between six and nine percent growth a year so you know like a hundred billion by 2030 that that sort of thing
1: this is the economic buying power of the neurotic white woman like uh, displayed in front of us <laughs> Yeah, dude, how much does the pumpkin spa- spice latte make? It's got to be fucking trillions. Oh,
2: my God. That, but
0: so, but I I will have to say uh, this this probiotic thing, um, even if it isn't physically making you feel better, uh, I feel better, uh, you know, personally, when I tell people about how great it's making me feel. That's, that's the real power of probiotics. Actually, I was just thinking. I was eating probiotics. I uh, uh,
1: wait, hold on. It gives me a placebo effect. Yeah, it gives me a placebo effect, and I get to sit on a high horse while I tell you about it.
2: <laughs> Is that-
0: Dude, that's that's like better than any other su- supplement, so whatever.
1: Right, yeah.
2: You know, the, what's the point, though? Are you even talking to them at that point, or are you talking to the parasite? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of satisfaction can you get from that?
0: Yeah, that's 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 a uh the the gun to your head question here. Is it uh the parasite or just fucking refined sugar?
2: I don't know, Josh. I'm too scared to answer. <laughs> I need a fucking probiotic <laughs> pill from this robot <laughs> retired scam artist. Thank God, that's the right the, answer. The only the only reason that they fucking use the robot is because they every time they did a live read, it kept getting it kept getting. <laughs> Interrupted by the hand rubbing.
3: Oh, and they're like, all right,
2: another take. And they got the 33 takes. They're like, our Lord will be mad if we go beyond the sacred 33. And uh, so you got to cue the robot. Well,
0: th- that's why I brought up Watch the Water, is because this feels very much like, uh, kind of like conspiracy, like cheap conspiracy in right wing marketing, where they-, they just don't understand how to sound candid and they sound just super doomsday about everything every five sec, uh, every five minutes they come up with another way that uh the you know trans teachers are killing your kids dude like, they
2: didn't even stick to whether it's a fungus a yeast or a fucking parasite or a bacteria they, they didn't you know, they couldn't even stick uh, to, to what it was. was like
0: they refer to it as like bad gut by bi- ba- bad gut bacteria but like it's a it's a yeast fungus is what it it is so how the fuck does how how does this fit in with your 80 20 good bad bacteria split in your gut microbiome? Oh so, th- so what know.
1: they're saying is that you actually should still have it in your gut just not to the degrees.
0: Yeah, that, well that you- let's think. like it's not unlike other parasites that might come from you know drink dirty uh, unclean gin- drinking water and things like that. Like th- this one's already in you and it's just Drinking the sugars that is causing it to grow to disproportionate and unhealthy level. So, like that that's the thing. It's it's perfectly fine and natural to have some candida in you.
2: You know why? You know what this really is, this this entire ad? It's a boomer with a tertiary understanding of what is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> deciding that he needs an ad that appeals to conspiracy theorists, but really what it appeals to is boomer women that also have a tertiary understanding of what is a conspiracy theory and just kind of believe anything. And, but he's trying to do it, like present it like, Whoa, these are, these are all it. It's like he almost found 70
0: years in the making of, of food companies lobbying the government to, uh, have your body kill itself from the
2: inside out. Like with, with addicting
0: chemicals,
2: Which he hilariously goes into, like it's it's like he took uh, nutrition conspiracy theories and took the top five (laughs) hits and then just fucking made a commercial out of it. It's parasite, food pyramid, bad, uh, sugar conglomerate, big sugar, uh, General Mills, and at the end, take our pill and it'll save you. It's like the most low effort ad I've ever heard in my life, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I was kind of wow. taken aback by the intro clip that Josh had on Candida because it was like a minute and thirty seconds, and <laughs> a minute and twenty seconds of it was him like, "It's the most dangerous thing. 75 oh, percent of Americans have it." Like, and it's like, "Oh my that god!" That was the, the point fucking- of the clip
0: was the whole build up. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, build up's
2: great. It's that's like uh, reminds me of all those uh, how the news used to be. We'd be like. Is there something in your refrigerator that could kill your yes. whole family? We'll tell you later.
1: Yes, <laughs> we'll tell you next. We'll
0: tell you after we show you the cute puppy uh, who went and visited the old foam soak. That's like that's that's the how, that's how news works.
2: Yeah, that's the funniest <laughs> one I ever heard in my life. Where it was like your your family. Is in danger from one simple item in your refrigerator. We'll tell you about it in half an hour. And it's like, <laughs> I thought we are in danger. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. yeah and, then, time to wait.
1: <laughs> and then they get to the clip and it's like a 15 second bit that they play and they're like, oh, it was, you know, like a spoiled turnip. Uh, get that out of there. And then they cut. Like, That's the end of the broadcast, everyone. <laughs>
0: yo the rating ranking in the ratings
2: some guys <laughs> drank uh, fucking 13 year old milk and died and they're like oh if you have any 13 year old milk you better get rid of it and not eat it
1: <laughs> alright do you have a wrap up for this Josh
0: Um, like like myself you should go to your local Costco and buy probiotic dried apricots because they taste great that's uh that's what I've been snacking on with my lunches recently, and it's—I've uh, never felt better.
2: That's my—that's my wrap up.
0: Eat your wife always
2: gets probiotic uh, y- yogurt. Yeah, and it annoys me that it is probiotic, so I just <laughs> refuse to eat it. Yogurt like inherently
0: is probiotic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like it's—it's culture. Good, known.
2: good. I'm glad that I correctly assumed that that was a scam for them putting probiotic on it.
1: Uh, eat as much yogurt as you can, and if you're uh lactose intolerant, then um, kill yourself. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) they they have bacteria culture in my cashew yogurt. Sorry, what
0: they they have bacteria cultures in my cashew yogurt?
1: Oh, okay, that's what's wrong with Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me let me me go check the label.
2: if you're a man and you describe yourself as lactose intolerant, uh, Fucking don't kill yourself have kids. Yeah, <laughs> die. Stop. Do the world a favor and die. <laughs>
0: hey, well, John just finished okay. it this morning. Uh, here we go. Organic probiotic cashew milk yogurt. But oh, what?
2: God damn There it. we go. They have, the the they have
0: something uh, thermophilus, lactobacillus, bulgaricus, the, the original, the OG, uh, Lactobacillus acidophilus. Uh, oh, you Ripidus, have the bulgarius Lactos in there. Lactos. You're gonna yeah live? Uh, the 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 Bulgaricus. It's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna live as long as a Bulgarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Thank you. As science! long as a
2: early 20th century Bulgarian, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is basically forever. <laughs> the ripe age of uh, 58 years old. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was yeah, just
0: all the the. <laughs> fucking anavar they're taking for a uh, weight olympic weightlifting
1: all right uh, all right next topic you
2: need to know what science discovered you need to know today whether it's
1: space or bones uncovered it's definitely fake and gay Scientists have discovered the sleeping habits of penguins and it might kill your entire family. Check in next week to find out why. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, 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 that's not the title. <laughs> These nesting penguins nod off over 1,000 times a day for seconds at a time. Micro naps uh, chin strap penguins over 11 hours of sleep a day and let them watch for predators. 11. Uh,
0: I'd like to pause for a second and say... <laughs> Hashtag goals.
2: (laughs) This is. They nod off 10,000 times a day. Sorry? You said a thousand. It's 10,000.
1: 10,000 times. Oh, I'm sorry. That just seems a little ridiculous. 10,000 times a day. We did the
0: math. We did the math, and that's once every eight seconds.
2: And once every eight seconds, they fall asleep for seconds at a time. Uh, (laughs) On average.
1: Yeah. So. That is. Literally and we sleep insane. eleven hours
2: a day, so they must do this every eight seconds for four seconds, and then there must be like at least an hour in the day where they just stay awake and go like catch a fish.
1: Right, because I I figure they're not like sw- like when they jump into like the, the ocean, they're they're not like passing out every couple of seconds, like just gliding through the water or something. But uh, who knows? I'm not a fucking scientist. <laughs> I'm not a fucking marine biologist, but... Who
2: knows? We're not allowed to go to the place that these guys live.
1: Uh, the penguins' breeding colonies are noisy, stressful places, and threats from predatory birds and aggressive neighbor neighboring penguins are unrelenting. The extremely disjointing sleep schedule may help the penguins to protect their young while still getting enough shut-eye, researchers report December 1st. Yeah. So, they basically noticed this in, like, um, in other, like, basically birds they they have a lot of this like kind of like same habit style um but it's been noticed in other birds and it i guess it finally just got noticed now with penguins but i i don't see how something like this like how hey how have they not noticed this penguins are just like passing out like fucking mid step or something like we have them at zoos do we not or is this only in stressful like situations like when they're all like beach hanging out with like their kids when you see you know how you see on like planet earth or whatever
2: i don't know we're not allowed to go fucking hang out with these guys
0: Pe- penguins should be a, a decently well studied bird right
1: I feel like it, yeah. I feel like birds in general are studying enough to the point where we should know their sleeping habits, These ones
0: don't even fly away, and like you said, they're in (laughs) zoos, like across (laughs) everywhere, so they're extremely easy to study.
1: Yeah, the sleep patterns may help the penguin balance the brain's need for rest with demands of nesting. Predatory birds, uh, like brown skuas, um, patrol penguin colonies looking for plunder uh, to plunder undefeated eggs and chicks. Penguin parents should be vil- vigilant at all times during breeding to keep uh, keep their offspring safe. So, I don't know. They they may micro Wait,
2: they say this is only during breeding season. Okay.
1: Which would make sense because I can't Josh, see Josh, are
2: you always in breeding season? Is this why you
1: just <laughs> oh my god micro <laughs> I've seen Josh take micro naps while he's driving a vehicle. <laughs> That's why he can't uh, no, make you <laughs> a smooth turn.
2: <laughs> There's a reason we don't do this show in person. We have to do it over Discord.
1: always <laughs> <laughs> in breeding season.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can never be too if you, safe. If you'd
0: like to if you'd like to report any micro naps, uh one 833
1: Yeah. Come on people in Josh's regional area. We're waiting for you to call in. <laughs> about his driving habits <laughs>
0: no it's well I'll report back in next week but I got this cool uh gadget that's definitely gonna make me more awake while driving I'll, I'll tell you about it off air but I want I want to build it to suspense
1: beautiful all right
2: so oh. this here's this thing that's really stupid about this though they go uh there's also constant commotion and noise in the colony disrupting sleep so they're not even hundred percent sure if it's just that they're constantly getting woken up by loud noises at all times. <laughs> and then the other thing they said, it's unclear if the penguin's sleep pattern changes after the breeding season. So they just didn't keep watching them after breeding season. They like saw one penguin nodding off and then decided, and probably they saw him nod off. Like we said, it's once every eight seconds for four seconds. So they probably watched one penguin for one minute and saw him nod off like six times and were like, oh, my God, if you extrapolate that out over the course of 24 hours, he falls asleep 10,000 times a day. Right. Like this is this seems like the worst science I've ever seen in my life. No, no, Aaron. Penguins have very similar. uh,
0: We have a good understanding of penguins sleep habits and what sleep does for penguins brains. Um, sleep is very similar to them as that is as it is for humans, and honestly, this is uh, probably an improvement from the the good old Ben Franklin literal genius uh, sleep pattern of uh, you know taking a power nap every two hours. Um, this is the improvement. This is what the the Elon Musk's of twenty fifty are going to be doing is a thousand micro naps a day uh, for for true success and productivity. So just just take you know you're asking too many questions, Aaron. Just just take the real lessons out of this article.
1: It's the greatest excuse for getting caught taking a nap in the middle of a meeting. Like,
2: <laughs> here's a
0: claim in the article no, dude, I that just I just believe.
2: don't believe. Yeah, some marine mammals and other types of birds have strange or restricted sleep patterns too. Often, when staying alert is important. Dolphins can sleep with half of their brain at a time, letting them remain vigilant for over 2 weeks straight. To stay wary of predators, mallard ducks can sleep with one half of their brain at a time too. So they're what, not sleeping, are, like That what are they talking about? How do they know that they're doing half brain sleep?
1: And how do they know such specific details about these types of sleeping patterns in these animals and not penguins? They're just noticing sleeping patterns in penguins all of a sudden?
2: I'm, I'm so, I'm so annoyed and I'm so done with the whole, we put a fucking, uh, electrode on an animal's head and we saw light up spots on this section. So clearly that means that this section was being used while the other half was off.
0: Like, you're, you're so, you're so right. I was, I was thinking like in my head, I had the idea of some, some kooky scientist threw a duck in an fMRI machine or something. No. They're not even doing that. It's just like one electrode on each side of their head, and they're like, oh, there's a little bit less brain activity here on the other side. That means the half of the lobe is sleeping. That's exactly how they do that thought. shit. That it's fucking so Christ. fucking
2: stupid. They probably got done with it, and they're like, oh, my God, do you know what this means? The fact that this electrode beeped on the fucking one half, that means we've mapped 98% of a Mallard <laughs> duck genome. <laughs> And then wrote an article about it that no one in the whole world checked up on because no one gives a fuck about some San Diego State University fucking study that now is going to be quoted by some AI journalist that's fucking putting out an automatic blog telling you that scientists have discovered that we have 98% mallard duck genomes and we know that they sleep with half their brain. And it's all based on literally like one electrode beeped. Like that's it's fucking stupid. Science sucks.
1: Yeah. Just another example of uh, a scientist trying to get his name into a journal or just like on any like discovery whatsoever, no matter how insignificant it might be. Look at this article. They even admit
2: they didn't even watch the penguins for more than one breeding season before saying that they know that they sleep 10,000 times a day for four seconds at a time. That's fucking retarded yeah it's it's insane that they do that they say shit like that they're like it's unclear if other if other birds in the same colony even do this they literally saw like a couple penguins nodding off that's literally what they saw and that's what they wrote this article based on that's great Do you know if humans are
0: able to sleep with half our brains
2: No, there's a lot of things that humans can do with half a brain. Wait, hold on.
1: The team studied the daily. Humans can write
2: articles about penguins with half their brain.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but can
0: they get through mating season with a half their brain?
1: Sorry. Uh, Like the team studied the daily sleep patterns of 14 nesting chinstrap penguins using data loggers mounted on the bird's backs. The devices had electrodes surgically implanted into the penguins brain. It was brain activity. Other instruments on the data loggers recorded the animal's movement and location.
2: Gee, were they nodding off or did the fact that you did rudimentary brain surgery by fucking chiseling electrodes into their head make them fucking defective?
1: The one was the penguin, it? yeah.
2: You- yeah, it's unclear if other birds did this cuz it doesn't seem it just seems like these 14 that we chiseled their fucking skull apart and put electrodes in on their brain. They seem to be acting erratically, but the other ones <laughs> actually seem fine. So it's very unclear if the other one's not off yeah. randomly. It's fucking and nuts.
0: You're, gonna, you're going to love this. I clicked on the Mallard Duck article, and um, <clears throat> <clears throat> studies have documented half-brain sleep in a wide range of birds. The brain hemispheres take turns, sinking into sleep stage, uh, characterized by slow brain waves. The, eyes con- the eye controlled by the sleeping hemisphere droops shut. While the wakeful hemisphere eye stays open and vigilant, uh, birds can also sleep with both hemispheres nesting at once. But one of the major ways in which they're testing this half-brain sleep is just seeing: is one eye closed? Uh, they just put so up a God, camera, so and is one that eye sleep closed? With their
2: eyes open. They sleep with they sleep with their with none of their brain. <laughs> what I they guess having? so.
0: I guess so. According to this clinical standard.
2: That's fucking
1: nuts. I, I still love the on the penguin thing again. It's like, yeah, the, the penguins that we didn't lobotomize, they keep their eyes open for a lot longer than the ones that we did lobotomize. <laughs> it's like literally kind of they allude to that.
2: <laughs> By saying science shit like it's unclear if this is normal behavior. Like, yeah i don't think it is guys i think you might have fucked these birds up their entire brain is the size of an electrode and you put fucking a bunch right. of those in their skull right. what are you talking about
1: how big is the penguin brain that you're probing to like what the
2: fuck i i'm gonna go out on Ugh. a limb and say it's smaller than a walnut
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna look it up
0: <laughs> yeah like bird brains and insult i think birds have small brains
1: yeah uh, out of yeah out of like all the you animals, think they have no the i
3: think
2: they have big brains i think they're fucking doing arithmetic and stuff
0: no it's it's a payload hazard they can't have like a heavy brain while trying to fly to the math doesn't work out
2: yeah the actual uh, the uh these penguins they uh they actually only sleep four seconds a day because of the rest of the time they're philosophizing
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only they could communicate that with us you know i, I think yeah. you guys are making some good points in this article is is rather silly um and (laughs) i i'm I'm convinced i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna try out a period of wakefulness followed by four consecutive hours of sleep and see how that works out for me because that might this might revolutionize my life i'm willing to give it a try
2: now josh what you need you can do you can just nod off four seconds at a time for the rest (laughs) of your existence as long as we chisel a bunch of fucking shit in your brain
0: (laughs) yeah my brain does feel bottomized sometimes maybe this is what maybe this is what happened to me (laughs)
2: yeah well you are a robot (laughs) you do have electrodes in there and you do sleep exactly like these penguins
0: (laughs) season three of Ok homo metal joints josh is a secretly secretly a cyborg
1: (laughs) is that an upgrade Uh, or a downgrade i can't I, i can't figure that one out
0: uh, defend, depends on how far AI surpasses humans. Uh,
1: True, <laughs> you might be a real boy, but uh, you definitely can't stay conscious enough, long enough to to prove it. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> great. Uh, any gun to your head, or any any final uh, closing remarks, Bob?
1: Uh, on the scientists' discover? No, no gun to your yeah. head. It's just dumb. I think we all agree with that. <laughs> electrode i love that
2: head. they used electrodes they yeah. knew it yeah i fucking knew it <laughs> it's
1: like we did minor uh brain surgery and uh, things didn't go well here's our you report. know what i mean like <laughs> how many
2: how many of these how many leaps do they make in all of these science articles and these experiments by like oh we uh we colored this this uh, culture with this dye and then blew it up by a hundred times. So if if we think that like the purple areas kept growing at the same rate when we kept zooming in, like you know what I mean? They they always have like an algorithm that then they extrapolate out like a hundred times bigger than the experiment actually is. Even though, and right. it, they just say that scientists has discovered that as a thing, and you're like, no, that's not what you discovered. You didn't. <laughs> discover that at all you <laughs> yeah you just you made to the assumption that this would continue indefinitely uh through like smaller pieces of it and that's a huge assumption you know what i mean like they do things like that all the time like this a fucking electrode on a oh a duck's eye is open it sleeps with half its brain what the fuck how is that <laughs> you come how is that the conclusion that's a crazy conclusion. Like, how much, how much slacking off did you do before the due date for your fucking final paper in college? <laughs> that you came to the conclusion that a duck eye open is half its brain is off.
1: All right. Well, I think that's the show. Then see you guys. Yeah. Next time.
2: I'm gonna go uh, nod off and for a few seconds here, and I'll be right as rain.
1: Yep. We ended going... up for
0: the few seconds after Aaron's, so that we're never awake at the same exact same time. For the rest of our lives.
2: <laughs> 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 Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You're listening, whatever. You've got mail. What don't tell f- me you
3: don't like my show. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.